shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. <laughs> <laughs> Leah Remix. Hey, Hi. rest in peace. <laughs> what it do and what it is. This is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your sensei, Vio Sensei, 24th Hokage of the music clan. Oof. And I'm never alone. Ooh, I got with me. You know who it is. Shout out the villain. Shout out the firebender. Shout out the player. Double cups up one time. One more time. Dang. Back at it. We gave him, I mean, it's been a minute. The summer was crazy. We were making moves, doing things, but we couldn't leave. The loyal podcast listeners. Oh, no. We had to let y'all know what we're up to. Shout-outs to everybody who's been following the show since day one. I know y'all missed me. The thing I love more than anything is I love when people come up to me and say, Hey, the Sensei Said So show has really become a routine. Like, I listen to you guys when I cook or I listen to you guys when I'm at work. So if our show is becoming a part of your routine, just like how music is a part of your routine, I appreciate it. Because, I mean, music is cool because, you know, our beats is fire. You know, we'll talk a little bit about the new music coming up. <laughs> but if you're down to just listen to two, us two just talk and just have a conversation with us, talk about it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Snapchat, that's just dope. That's, that's another level of just interaction. And that's the reason why we hold, we started this show. So it's all for y'all. Y'all are clan, on clan, Hi. Hi, music clan. One love. Speaking of music, let's talk about... Tell me about your summer. My summer? My summer's your summer. summer, (laughs) My summer's our summer. I was about to interview you. I was about to interview you on your own show. I'm crying, (laughs) yes. But you you know the summer was lit. We um we did that show with uh Ryan Corvero, sold out at the Kilby Court. Hey, shout Shout out out to the Seattle guys. Yep, good touch pulling. We'll see y'all soon. Yep, we're gonna link up with y'all soon. Yes. I was jumping, much love from there. From then on, we what we do? We opened up that little pump show when Let's he was little <laughs> pump, little pump. I ain't never heard nobody say his name so many times. Jeez, the but, youth going crazy. <laughs> that was fun, and so many kids passed out at the concert. I was, Jeez. I never, I thought, I thought Odd Future was bad. I thought, I thought ASAP was bad. I thought, I thought. The rap we were listening to when we were teenagers was bad. Let's these, get it. these kids, these kids are on a whole nother level of of loyal drug use. Right. <laughs> you had your crowd surf crowd surf moment though, so that was lit. Oh yeah, a little pump. I did. Uh, I slipped into the crowd and surfed it. Surf. Hey, you know how we do. We swag. We surf. <laughs> Talk about the most recent show we just had. And then uh, water. Water, water. <laughs> that was fun. We did have Ugly God. We opened for Ugly God. Um, Brought out the money shirt. Friday again. was it? Friday, yeah. And we, <laughs> it was actually a really good show. We actually had it pop, and we did bring out the money shirt. Kids, if I don't know what those are, explain it to them, Sensei. I'm not going to explain it. What you need to do is you need to show up to the next shows. We'll be announcing soon because we will also have money shirt again. Okay, he won't tell you. No, nope, so I show won't. Up. <laughs> it's only for the people who come. Podcast listeners, you listen. Now it's time for you to come and interact and be in all of this. Come to the dojos that we be trapping out of. Ooh. Huh, that's a plug. You'll you guys will understand that reference in like four months. Stop. Just planting the seeds. Speaking of planting seeds, let's talk about the new stuff coming up. You just dropped a new song that I was also on, so I guess that means we dropped a new song. Money team, uh, 
Shout out Money Team. I know Mayweather got the dub, so shout out him over McGregor. Y'all, if y'all thought it was going to go any other way, y'all don't know anything about sports. Moving on. Yeah. The song. Appreciate everybody <laughs> listening to it. Everybody who's liked it, commented. Everybody who hits me in the morning and says this is what I wake up to to make that money. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it's on, it. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. Uh, we linked up with Mind, Body, and Beats, uh, producer Tuan. So shout outs to him. Shout outs to Mind, Body, and Beats, the whole camp, the whole team. Tuan cooking up, cooking. We got yeah. new music coming, man. Changing the sound, changing the whole sound of the set. The, the last set we did was ninety percent new, eighty percent, eighty percent new music. So the fans loved it. They didn't know what didn't know what hit them. And there's nothing like while you're not as as proficient at it because it's the first time you've performed it. There's nothing that feels better than performing a song for the first time. First time you get to hear your song go through the speakers. It really takes you back to the whole reason why you make music in the first place. So it's it's an experience that will always try to give you new music and try to push ourselves as performers and artists, just like how we try to push ourselves as podcast hosts. Right. And speaking of pushing ourselves, one thing that we want to dive into, because, you know, we try to touch on everything, society and culture. And one thing that is it's inseparable at this point is sports and culture. You hear the, the good old boys talk about just play your sport and stop talking. You see what they do into the man Colin Kaepernick and everything like that. Jamel Hill will talk about all of that. All of that. So we want to start talking about sports. So we're going to have a sports segment that we're going to try to do every every time y'all listen to us called In the Zone. In the Zone. Got to get in the zone. Because <laughs> we do. You know, we're athletes. You know, we play, we hoop. I, I listen to all the podcasts. I'm plugged in. So we might as well talk about sports. Mm, tapped in. But... One sport you may not hear us talk a lot about is the No Fun League. No Freedom League. <laughs> not for us league. However y'all, however y'all go about it, however y'all want those initials to mean to y'all, we just would love to, I'd love to talk about the Rams, my favorite team, would just love <laughs> to, but I'm just so hurt that I have to wait for y'all to sign this Afro-headed light-skinned boy. Because you want to think about what's going on with the NFL. And to me, it's a it's a fundamental problem. Because, I mean, I enjoy the sport. As, I'm a pretty casual watcher, Daisy Saints fan. You know how we get down. But when I see a leader in our community doing exactly what we want people in our community to do, and I see the backlash from it, essentially it feels like stay in your place, boy. I can't support any sort of organization that's like, sure, there's other people who kneel and other people who do things, but they always go after the first. And he plays quarterback. That's their their golden boy. Their that's go- the their leader, yes. Exactly. So with all the optics, and then we're not we haven't even caught into all the domestic violence and rape <laughs> and Roger Goodell turning blind eyes to this and that. Like it's too much. So at least in at minimum until a passive protesting educated individual who decided to use his platform for the good of the poor and impoverished can be employed in the sport that he's good enough to be in. It's not like he's a bum. It's not like we're supporting somebody who can't play, but we just want to support what he stands for. That would be a little Tebow-ish. Right. We're not doing that. We... 
If it quacks like a duck and it walks like a duck, it might be a goose, but that's good enough. So if if this isn't what it looks like, it looks too much damn like it for me to it support. Looks, it looks a lot like it to me, and I haven't watched the NFL game yet, and I plan on watching them when the NFL gets on board with what the culture and what Kaepernick are trying to do. Sorry, Michael Vick, you're not, you're not allowed. Jeez, Michael. Jeez. <laughs> Ray Lewis when it, too. Ray, Ray you, you're not allowed. There's, there's a lot of y'all that aren't allowed. Believe, believe we know who we're talking about when we say these things. So, for the people, for the culture, we're going to get back into it. So what we're going to do is we're going to listen to some music and then we're going to get into the first segment of In The Zone or talking about my baby, the NFL, I mean the NBA. <laughs> I get it right. Come and get into the money. Come and tell me what to run. Hit the plug up with the sun. Put my dick up in the tummy. I've been trying to make moves. She just want me because I groove. She don't want to hit the truth. Set the fire to the booth. Now, if you want to be with me, gotta be down with the hustle. If you want to see the measure range, then you got to let me do my thing If you wanna be with me Gotta be done with the hustle If you wanna see the measure range Then you gotta let me do my thing They done let them nigga loose Now your boy up in the roof Cut it on me like it's proof Money dance, I'm on the roof I've been chasing all this paper I've been ballin' like a lady Fuck that bitch, I never dated Pick the rent, now I'm the savior Now we movin' like the majors Take the state, I bring the bangers Clean up like I'm at the hangers Money team, ain't no debate Skirt a nigga like he tainted All they wanna do is see me fall Lord knows I'm about to make it famous I don't think it's really up to you How much money I get for a payment yeah. If you wanna be with me You gotta be down with the hustle If you wanna see the measuring Gotta let me do my thing If you wanna be with me Gotta be down with the hustle Wanna see the fucking magic range Yeah, I've been getting to the money Diamonds on me while I run Hit the plug up when it's sunny Put my dick up in the tummy I've been trying to make moves She just bought me cause I grew She don't wanna hit the truth Set the fire to the booth If you wanna be with me Gotta be down with the hustle If you wanna see the magic range Then you gotta let me do my thing If you wanna be with me Gotta be down with the hustle If you wanna see the measure range Then you gotta let me do my thing I do not make a hundred K, I will not sleep tonight. Some days I feel like Superman and money is my kryptonite. Blue hunters all around me, shit, I think I'll be a crypt tonight. But if I'm gonna make it happen, I gotta flip that shit tonight. Smoke great on the porch late, lay on my neck cause the merch late. Had to let them know it's coming soon. Hit up shadow in the afternoon. What's good brother, man? Gotta get the money attitude. In my vision, I got ambition. Hundred million, that's the prescription. Gotta hustle all night and day Till I get it, I'ma be up late All night in the studio Gotta get it for the bankroll Money team, make the money go That was Gotta Money Team, the new song The first of many new songs We're back on it, we're back Making that music, the production, everything. It took a little bit. You know, we took a step back just to focus, just to allow ourselves to be inspired by everything going on in the city. Now that we are, now it's time to make the new wave. So like we mentioned, we're going to get in the zone by talking about the NBA. 
But you may be asking to yourselves at home, but there is no NBA. There's always NBA because NBA, NBA is 12. NBA is really like a reality TV show is what it is. Right. <laughs> at this point, the way that they have it set up. But they did a good job. And that's the difference between the NBA and the NFL. The NBA did a great job of incorporating the culture and, 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 and pop culture and mainstream media into how they do even their pregames and their and from from shooting at the gym before the game starts to how they're dressed walking out of the locker room, you know, they they really did a good job though. That's why we're all entertained. It's really the big difference between the NBA allowing itself to focus on its stars and focus on individuals versus the NFL literally doing everything in their power to strip away individuality from their from their performers, from their athletes, whether it's no celebrations or you can't do this or that or be it's it's the shield first unless you're the quarterback. Anybody else we really don't care about. Like right. the NBA, you got centers popping, you got point guards popping, you got coaches popping, you got people with podcasts. Even the Madden game had NBA players in it to sell a football game. Ooh. <laughs> so that just let you know. Speaking of the what do you want to call it? The drama, the soap opera, the male soap opera that is the NBA. Our leading man, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. Your guy, apparently. He's like, now he's my new guy. I can't deny it now because he is he is on the Celtics squad. Shout out to all my Boston fans. We strong now. We got Kyrie. Not a bad, not a bad move to acquire Kyrie. Terrible move to give up Jay Crowder to acquire Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas was the heart and soul of Boston. They gave they gave him away too. So, but we also have Gordon Hayward. So, is give and take, push and shove. There's a lot of people fifty fifty on the fence about it. I have to be a Kyrie fan now, just like now I have to be a Cavs fan because Isaiah's on the Cavs, and that's outrageous that I have to do that. But that is the soap opera you were just talking about. So as a Celtics fan, as a Celtics fan, because, of course, there's no analytics, there's no games of us to go off of, but we speak from the gut. We speak from what we feel. When you look at the new team now versus the team last year, so minus Jay Crowder, even minus Avery Bradley, minus your guy Kelly Olenek, (laughs) is your team that you're looking at, do you feel more confident about this team now than you did last year with the additions of Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, and Jason Tatum? I do I do feel more confident to be honest. And and the reason I feel more confident is because last year I didn't even it was a, it was a play-by-play uh basis. It was a day-to-day basis. You never knew if Isaiah Thomas was going to score 68 points and win the game and blow everybody out or or get four fouls and have to sit on the bench for half the game and come out and score 10 points and nobody and we have nobody else to step it up. Nobody else to score. No, <laughs> nobody else to do that. So luckily Isaiah and 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 his like Mike stature carried us to the to the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> Put up fifty on John Wall, like so that's we, something. He 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 held out for us, but we never knew if he was going to hold out for us. You know, we we were worried about it. But now with Kyrie in play and Gordon Hayward, we essentially have two solidified All Stars and a star rookie. I'm gonna say a star rookie and Jason Tatum. I'm gonna call it. I didn't know there was a. St- I didn't know there was such thing as a star rookie. He's a specimen. <laughs> my boy, my guy is a specimen. Yes. 
and uh, Jalen Brown as well. He's going to be a sophomore, so we're, he was also in a first-round draft pick. So the squad on paper is looking promising, but we're also young. So let's talk about Jason Tatum a little bit. Do you see Jason Tatum as Rookie of the Year, or is there any other rookies that... Because me personally, I think Jason Tatum... He's nice. He can score. He's got he's got advanced moves for a rookie. You can already tell like his scoring is going to translate to the NBA, whether it's this year, whether it's next year or later on down the road. He's going to be a 20 point per game scorer in the NBA. How many points he finna give up on the other end? That's that's to be determined. But I don't know if he's rookie of the year, though. You're talking about the star behind who? Who's he behind? Uh, Lonzo Ball, because you're a Laker fan. Young Lonzo's Lonzo. success, Lonzo's success could be at the sake of them winning. Remember that. I disagree because of the type of player Lonzo is. It would be different if you had a dad like Lavar, Le- but you were uh, you were Lamelo. Lamelo's out here shooting ninety shots a game, <laughs> but Lonzo is an unselfish pass-first point guard who makes everybody around him better. Kyle Kuzma was in the fucking preseason, I mean, in summer league, putting up 40 pieces just because run out, kick, run out, he's finding you. Any position that you want to score, Lonzo's the kind of player to put you in that position. And we got gunners. We got people who can go get it, whether it's Julius, whether it's Brandon Ingram, whether it's KCP, new addition, welcome. (laughs) We're all, we're all down with KCP. You down with KCP? Yeah, oh, you know me. Wow. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I like KCP. I think he cool. 3 and D guy. Shoot the ball a little bit. Guard his position a lot. But I don't even think Lonzo gets rookie of the year, to be honest. Oh, so then who are you even talking I'm about? I'm watching Dennis Smith. Dennis. <laughs> in Triple D. No, Dennis Triple Smith D, is Dallas. raw. And so is Markel Foles. I'm telling you, they are real. But I don't know if he stays healthy. I who? guess Ben Mar- Simmons is talking a about Markel. Yeah, Markel. Uh, yeah, I mean, who? If any of them are going to be healthy, it's hard. To, it's hard to speculate on. You know, I mean, I would, I would argue Lonzo has it the easiest, just because he's on a, he's on the Lakers with the biggest running market. gun. You know, the biggest market. They're going to take care and of. And we're going to be fun. J- but- we are, we're going to be running like a Warriors light system. Lonzo's going to be dishing in diamond. We're going to play lineups where we have like. Brandon Ingram at the three, Julius at the four, Larry Nance at the five. That's, and then KCP or Jordan Clarkson. That's five players who can dribble, pass, and shoot. We're going to be doing all types of stuff. Mm. But I still believe in the system set up for Jason Tatum now that Kyrie and Gordon Hayward are there. Because Kyrie's good. Kyrie's going to take all the shots. We know that Kyrie will shoot all of the shots. But what he doesn't shoot, or when he's getting double teamed and triple teamed, he's still he, shooting. He, it. <laughs> he's going to outlet to Gordon. He's, he has to because Gordon's the next star, and Gordon is on the opposite scale of how unselfish he is compared to how selfish Kyrie Irving is. So I feel like Gordon and Jason Tatum's two man game is going to actually be a real good success this coming season. The hard thing is just going to be, can you play Gordon and Jason Tatum together? Because Jason can't. I guess you could move Gordon to the four. Things would get interesting if you have like Kyrie at the one, Jalen Brown at the two, or Marcus Smart at the two, Jason Tatum at the three, Gordon Hayward at the four, and Al Horford at the five. Now you're now you're talking about something. You're not beating LeBron, <laughs> but you're talking about something. What we're going to do is we're going to get into our new, our next song. 
since we're talking about the young bulls in the NBA, we're going to play some of your young homies. Oh, yeah, you know what this is. We're going to play Ring Ring by Snicks. Shout out to my young cats. And then once we come back, we're going to get into Check them out. They're really making moves out here in the city. Check them out. So again, we're in the zone. We're going to stay in the zone. We're already here. We mentioned that the NBA is a a male soap opera. And with any soap opera, with any good show, any good series, you have characters. You have characters moving places, new scenes, new sceneries. And the NBA is, is no different. We got plenty of players who are moved, who are done wrong, who are backstabbed. We talked about Isaiah, the heart of Boston, getting traded when his hip's broken. It's, <laughs> it's tragic. It's a Greek tragedy. It's a tragedy. For the Neo Times. So let's get into some of the other players that have moved. I want to ask you, and then we can talk a little bit about it. New players on new teams. Who do you think is going to be successful? What relationship do you not think is going to work? Give us Shadow's take on new players and new teams. We got Kyrie. Well, we kind of already talked about Kyrie. So you got PG joining up with Russell Westbrook. Right. Jimmy Butler on the Timberwolves. Oof. CP3 on the Rockets. 
<laughs> it's like yeah, a video it's... game. It looks like you playing two. It sounds like you playing two K. And shout out to two K <laughs> and all my two K players. Find me. We're nice, as y'all can see. Sensei does think he's nice. So if y'all do want to challenge him, we we can run that uh, on camera. Okay, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna be honest. The the Kyrie. Isaiah Thomas trade talked about that, but I am heartbroken that they gave up Isaiah for Kyrie, even though now I have to be a Kyrie fan. So Kyrie, I'm not talking about you. So get us a ring. <laughs> I'm not talking shit anymore. Get us a ring. Do what you need to Good do. Good luck. <laughs> and next, I would say the, the I would say Paul George. PG. I'm PG not even going to lie. PG playing with Russ is going to be some other type of brotherhood, swagger ship. <laughs> I don't even know. The I feel like I feel like they're going to go hang out every weekend, really introduce each other to their families and really have a bond that nobody can the kind of like that LeBron Dwayne Wade bond. I feel like they're going to they're going to have. And guess where all their families live and guess where they're going to be hanging out? The great city of Los Angeles. Welcome, guys. Welcome. Is that right? <laughs> but we'll talk about them. That's way too early. We're talking about way too early predictions on this show right now, and that's a way too early prediction. But I'm glad that you brought up PG because the Thunder have something interesting going on, and I don't think they're getting talked about enough. At least, like, the because I'm plugged in well underground in the NBA communities. Like, I listen to all the back alley podcasts that most people probably don't listen to. But on the surface, I don't think people are talking about it enough because the Thunder have a squad. Russ at the one, PG at the two, yep. Roberson locking down your best player at yep. the three, Pat Pat, Patrick <laughs> Patterson at the four. He is stretchy big. He can play a little bit of defense in the pick and roll, and he can shoot the three. So exactly what they need. Knock it down. And then Steven Adams, the big Kiwi. In the you middle. love Steven Adams. Steven <laughs> you Adams love him. Steven Adams is dope. <laughs> Steven, I just, he harkens back to an old era. He harkens back to being able to play in this new game because he's athletic enough and he can move enough, but he'll still put you on the ground. He's still, he's one of the only people that when Russ gets into something, Steven Adams is the first person there. And as a guard myself, I loved playing with big men that I knew had my back. Right. There's nothing better to know that if I run up and talk shit to this person, my seven foot has got my back. And that's why, you know, Stephen, Hart, Stephen Adams, you're welcome on the Sensei Said So show anytime. We can talk about New Zealand and all types of spiders you've caught and all types oh, of shit. Oh, yeah. Y'all can bond. <laughs> Yuck. But let me ask you then. Jimmy Butler on the Timberwolves, I think, is the most interesting case. Actually, no, I wouldn't say the most interesting because we're going to get into CP3 and James Harden, which I can't wait for that to that's implode. That's going to be hilarious. That's love and hip-hop Houston ready to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But, but yeah, so with <laughs> so with CP3, no, 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 we weren't talking about CP3. Yeah, Jimmy talking? Butler. Jimmy, Tell me Jimmy, about Jimmy Butler. Jimmy, Jimmy. So with Jimmy going to the Timberwolves, I think they brought him in to do exactly what they were doing with Zach Levine. I feel like they're not going to be any better or any worse. I feel like they just You don't feel like Jimmy Butler is better than Zach Levine? Of course he's better than Zach Levine. I don't know if he's going to make as much as a difference without Zach Levine. I guess they will. They have Zach Levine. No, he's on no, the yeah, now. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. And he tore his ACL. Yeah, right, thing yeah. is, is. Well, I was saying when he's going to be back. But oh. in either way, he, Jimmy won't have him. So that's what I'm saying. 
Jimmy and Zach together would be would be a crazy combo. So you're saying that Wiggins and Jimmy isn't a good as good of a duo as Zach and Jimmy. Right. That makes sense because you do have a positional clash with Andrew Wiggins and Jimmy Butler. Andrew Wiggins is a post up small forward kind of unproven. He should be better than what he is. We should talk about him more than what we do. We should. And he plays the exact same position as Jimmy Butler. <laughs> I never really thought about it if Zach Levine and Jimmy Butler were the match versus Wiggins. Wiggins. And, because Zach Levine is that three-point run-the-break two-guard that you would want next to a guy like Jimmy Butler, who's going to slow the pace a little bit, who's going to take possessions because he's, he's that guy. He's a top 15 player, no doubt. I just hope he doesn't stunt the growth of Big Cat. I could care less about Andrew Wiggins. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I don't know. Can Andrew, anybody stunt the growth of Big Cat? I don't know. I guess all you could do is just get in his way. That's he's, what I'm he's saying. He's gonna get his as long as you, as long as you get out the way. But is but is Jimmy supposed to do more? Is Jimmy supposed to come and make Big Cat a legend essentially? What I hope is they keep Big Cat as the one. Jimmy Butler is the two. Andrew Wiggins is the three. In terms of scoring order, in terms of pecking order, oh, we okay. do everything through Big Cat until Big Cat Cat do it. Then Jimmy, <laughs> then Wiggins, then Jeff Teague. Then after that, we're screwed. And do you and do you think they're about to give the reins to Jimmy Butler over Wiggins, or do you think Wiggins is still going to be number two, even though Jimmy's coming coming over? That's what worries me because. If it was a coach other than Tom Thibodeau, I would say, oh, yeah, they're going through Big Cat all the time. But Tom loves his guys. <laughs> Tom Thibodeau loves his guys from the Bulls. He's basically rec- – if he could have got Derrick Rose, he would have. He would have. You know he would have. <laughs> for sure would have got him. So it's like I could see him being like Jimmy Butler's proven and Jimmy Butler's been my guy. So we're going through him first. And I don't know if you do that when you have a six foot eleven athletic ball handling, shoot threes, block shots, dunk on your head, big man. Threes are important, but having a big man like that's just special. Mm-hmm. That's next level. And he's one of the players that I want to watch. I want to talk about other players that you want to watch because Big Cat's one, Giannis, and I want to bring up Giannis for two reasons. One, he's a phenomenal player. And two, we are officially deading the nickname Greek Freak. He is the Nigerian Freak. The Niger he boy. is the Niger Freak. <laughs> he is the Niger boy. We are. He is not Greek. He don't belong to y'all. He was I'm born sorry. in Greece, but he is not Greek. <laughs> so you will not refer to him as that kind of freak. <laughs> what other players are you watching? Who's on the rise? Who are you looking at other than the Niger Freak <laughs> and the Big Cat? And the Big Cat, to be honest, Anthony Davis. A.D.? AD I'm looking for I've been waiting I've been waiting for AD to get into the MVP race it's about time these next two or three seasons he's gonna probably come into his zone and be and be up there soon LeBron has to fall off and once LeBron and I don't even mean fall off LeBron's just gonna give up give it up he's just right. gonna, when LeBron stops being LeBron <laughs> when LeBron no longer wants to hold the reins that he's had people are gonna start coming out of nowhere Big Cat one of them Carl Anthony Towns um Anthony Davis is one of them I'm not the biggest Boogie fan, but I do like Boogie and those two together could catapult Boogie into into a new level of talent where that he needs to be. But 
we'll put a pin in Boogie depending right. on, on his attitude. We Dep- need both of them to perform. <laughs> Um, y'all already know Isaiah Thomas. I'm excited to see Isaiah on the Cavs with LeBron. That's going to be a crazy duo that I never even dreamed about or had nightmares about. <laughs> nightmares, nightmares. You're Nightmare. not going to, yeah, nightmares because he is going to cook the Celtics. He going to kill every leprechaun. Isaiah Thomas is not even going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day after what y'all did to him. Um, of course, Russell. Russell's really one of my most one of, one of my f- most favorite players that I've been watching. Yeah, that I Russ, have my been guy. watching him and Kevin Durant. To be honest, so these these are the these are the players I'm really looking at. Uh, we all are looking for Steph Curry. You already know he's a golden child. Everybody's looking for him. Um, Not all of us. I don't know if I'm Steph's going to do what he's do. The Warriors are going to do what the Warriors are going to do. It's 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 really who do you who do you think is the staple of the Warriors is the good question. It's the six eleven guy who can ball handle. His is shoe it the six eleven guy that won Finals MVP? Yeah, yeah, it's probably him. It's probably him. <laughs> but hey, don't sleep on the pickups they had. Don't not s- only Omri Caspi, not only Nick Young, but before we go to the musical break, I want to be the first person that you guys have heard say Jordan Bell is gonna be nice. He is going to be exactly what they need to do crazy lineups. High intensity hustle where play. Him and Draymond together are going to be two pit bulls going crazy in the league. So let's take a musical break. Let's get out of the zone for a second. And then we're going to take the next step in the Sensei Said So show. Go around my neck, the way I'm hanging patient, about to drop some looks like radiation. Way I'm coming, you gon' feel it in your cool cortex that has spine. When I'm stepping, never wipe the hoe. I'm pacing Reggie Miller with the pen. I pick and roll and pull it back. You can read my stats. 2020 vision, I see through the fake wishing. Bitch, niggas loose lips. Talk different, walk different. Uh, nigga, I'm just doing me a different breed. Losing sleep, I'll catch you in your dreams. I feel like Freddy riding with my nails. I break the skin to wake the Pencil bleed, burning leaves and cutting trees. Smoking lolly with my partners, that's the gang. All drugs, AZA. I just speak a two liter with a three point five. Nigga, feel a face, face. Always feel a face. Fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm feeling face, face. Always feel a face. Yeah, fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm feeling face. Face, hey, always feeling face. Hey, fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm feeling face. Hold on, face, yeah, always feeling face. Yeah, fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm fading off that shit. I'm feeling stupid, y'all. Look at how I say it, then I do it. Uh, plotting out the pictures with my niggas smoking in the shadows. Facing all these switches, leak the weapon on my Danny Lover. Crush it, then I never level. Boy, I swear I'm big one. Smoking heavy, medicated, gin up in my system. Fuck a liver, never. Been the type of nigga I won't break another pressure How we press him over stepping I ain't slowing down Fuck I look like gas and folk Fuck I look like take the dragon Eat the flint and spit it back We're shitting on these niggas Like a hot boy I've been stuntin' Since a juvenile Money over hoes is how it goes Ain't a loyal tread toffee Even the devil had the halo They been scheming for that peso I've been looking through my scope I see shapes that look like bodies Ain't no squares up in my circle I might cast it back With a hundred rounds of that pull up with your mama at Nigga, where you on at? Bitch, I'm feeling fish. Fuck up on my face and what you say Yeah, bitch, I'm feeling face Hold on, face Yeah, 
was feeling face. Yeah, fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm feeling face. Face, always feeling face. Yeah, fuck about my face and what you say. Yeah, bitch, I'm And as you all know, that was Vinny Cassius with one of his new singles, Face. Baby, I'm face. <laughs> you know how he do with the dark poet. Make sure y'all check him out. So now that we. As we're getting out of the zone, we took that time to get out of the zone, but we can't fully get out of the zone until we talk about this. Ooh, hot topic. Bring, bring. Because honestly, as we've done this topic, you see that we're sports fans. We support sports and everything that comes with sports. But the shit that happened with ESPN and Jamel Hill and her doing a beautiful segment, State of the Union, where she talked about the State of the Union. She did. Bah, 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 Broke it to down. Gave him the truth. Let's talk about this a little bit, because there's so many layers to this that we can't help but talk about it. We have to. So for the people who don't know what we're talking about, the Jamel Hill, give us a quick rundown on everything that happened, Shadow. So those of you that are in the sports community, uh, if y'all watch ESPN, if you're familiar with ESPN, there is the Sports Center show with Jamel Hill and um, her co-host. I have forgot his name too. I know it's Michael something. <laughs> Michael, right? It's Michael. But I, I forgot his last, last name, but um, on her Twitter, it's not really about the show, anyways. It's about her. So on on her Twitter feed, she had said some. It's a lot of a lot of <laughs> they want to say derogatory. I'm going to say accurate statements about our president and chief commander and celebrity and whatever you want to call this outrageous, this outrageous man that, that they have the title. They give the title to anyways. She had put that Donald Trump is a white supremacist. Not only that, but she also put that his uh, agenda was backed by white supremacists. Right. Essentially, he got his platform due to white supremacy. He was the spark that brought white supremacy back to light. And she said something along the lines of he's the most ignorant president and unqualified president that in, our lifetime. in our lifetime. Exactly. Where are the lies? Where? Somebody show me the lies. And it's Michael Smith. Brain fart, but we're back. I know, Michael Smith, you're probably listening. Sorry, we forgot your name, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, as we were saying, so then after she tweeted that, obviously, Twitter caught caught wind of it. Uh, You know, we're millennials. We love to just share everything online and meme it out and and act a fool, make fun of it. So they, the the right side of America, that's what I'm going to call (laughs) y'all, the alt-right, the whole right side, Got really upset about this and decided to demand an apology. Not only demand an apology, but to call for her firing. Not or even to just miss Huckabee, rise. Braxton, whatever, Johnson, Huckabee whatever. Sanders. Sanders, whatever, slave owner name she got. But that's really what it came down to. And they did. And ESPN did issue an apology statement saying that they don't condone anything that she said. They, did, they didn't have her back, essentially. They didn't condone the things that she had said about the president. Well, let's talk about that because that's so the first layer is what Jamel did. She stated her opinion as a journalist in a country with something called freedom of speech. So everybody getting upset about it is also exercising their freedom of speech. Somebody says something, you have the right to say that you are upset about it, even though you sound silly. I'll say silly. (laughs) But... 
The problem comes with when the White House says that people from the White House, a White House representative comes out and says, this is a fireable offense for having an opinion in a country where you have freedom of speech. And she's not making up allegations. She's not spewing. She's not doing anything that could be considered defamation of character. Stating opinions based on things that have happened and occurred. These are not new things that are being said. Not at all. But the first layer that I want to uncover is ESPN. Why respond? Why do the corporate PR bullshit Because your whole reason for doing that is you don't want to alienate a segment of your listeners. But by making a statement saying we don't condone or we don't we don't agree with the opinions of Jamel, you are isolating a segment of your listeners because you have and viewers because you have somebody like me who's like, if you don't agree with what Jamel is saying, then what do y'all think? Right. Y'all need to come out and tell me what y'all think. They obviously think the opposite. Is what we're all going to assume. How can it be anything else? If you don't, if somebody murders somebody and someone says that's wrong and you go, well, you, you are supporting something that is wrong. We're not. And I know my Facebook's going to blow up with, well, what if they were depending, defending themselves or we need more? Stop it. Stop (laughs) it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it before you even start it. I don't want to hear none of that. You get my point is If you don't agree with what she's saying in the climate and with everything going on in America now, getting into the State of the Union, one of our staples, one of our segments, you know that if you've plugged into the show, how can you as an organization, as a staff, as a motherfucking crew, how can you guys decide that saying something about this on the opposite end of Jamel was the best decision? Unless y'all really care about it. Unless, unless that's really how y'all feel. I mean, they cared. You see, you see, she she didn't apologize for what she said. She apologized for the manner and, and, and how and how it was taken in the context and, and the situation, but she didn't apologize for what she had said. I'm still trying to find the lies behind what she said. I I couldn't find I couldn't find him. I couldn't tell you. The problem is, is that we just we need everybody to respect that when we in the black community come to the defense of our own, we're not trying to bash or or discriminate or tear down anybody else's culture or ethnicity. We are just really riding for our own and it's part of our culture and it's hard for other people to understand that. But but why is that hard for people to understand? Because that's American culture. We ride for America. Why can't the segments within America do American things? It's like when, um, say, Black Lives Matter, for instance, we're speaking in our the speaking opinions in the streets, marching, doing everything, and they get called the terrorist group because they're speaking out against. Or Colin Kaepernick, for instance, speaking out against the flag. You're unpatriotic. How is it unpatriotic to do things that created the patriotism? <laughs> to practice patriotism. Exactly. The <laughs> patriotism that started this country. I don't understand. I don't understand. I feel like either we're the biggest hypocrites on this planet or self-awareness is lacking in this country. And it might be both. I do <laughs> want to get into this curious case of white supremacy, though. Because it is an interesting, it's interesting and fascinating, the idea behind white the supremacy. Revival, just the, the new revival is crazy. <laughs> I mean, the white part's pretty easy. White, 
Blanco, <laughs> Ringo, whatever you want to testify to white. But the supremacy part is what really interests me. Because what is true supremacy? Is supremacy being the warriors where you take on all comers and you prove that you're the best? Or is supremacy everybody get out of our league so we're the only team so we are the champions? Oof. And that's what it feels like the white supremacists want. No other race that I have heard has said we want to take anything from anybody. All anybody wants is an equal playing field. Let it be a meritocracy. Let us have an equal playing field and we'll prove why we're better. <laughs> we'll prove why we'll, we'll beat you out. Survival of the fittest, social Darwinism, whatever you want to use. Essentially, white supremacy is them saying everybody get out of the league because we want to be number one. That to me, and I'm just giving my opinion, please let me know if you have an issue with my opinion. It seems like it is, they are against what could be considered evolution. At some point, the earth has to evolve. You guys had a great run. You guys had a great run. Took over yes. everything, had everything was great. <laughs> had your quarterbacks, had when the NBA was Larry Bird and, and Bob Cousy, but things are changing now. Now we want to see an Asian sitcom. I want to see the plight of an Asian man in America. That's interesting to me. Friends and sex in the city and show. That's not interesting. It's bland. That's played out. That's not America anymore, which is interesting because America was supposed to be a melting pot. It's supposed I, to be a melting pot. Am I wrong? Hey, it, <laughs> well, now that the pot's melting, everybody got an issue with it. Right. It's understand. melting and everybody's mad at how much, the, how much of what they got is melted. That's really, that's really, that's really what it's coming down to. But it, but it comes. It really is the freedom of speech and expression, and 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 making our voice heard and using the platform for what we can. And the only problem that they have with it is a lot of the platforms that that young black successful people have coincide with with rich European American corporations and their business practices and so it's just a clash of interests but you can make millions off it just like that little girl just like the the the, the, the how cash me outside how about that uh-oh. That whole di- and and what did she do? She made a whole empire off of her disrespecting her mom on television. That's Way too early prediction. So before we, we're about to get into some hints, we're about to get into our topic next because I didn't know we were going to go this way. So let's talk about That's the ultimate freedom of speech. You're right. Let's take a break. Let's listen to some music and let's get into Catch Me Outside. How about that? I heard that you was the one. Grill on my yash on the sun. Packing my seat while you're tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. Powerful one for my love. Been a sick, say I've been a sick, say I've been a sick with the tongue. Powerful one for my love. I heard that you was the one. Grill on my yash on the sun. Packing my seat while you're tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. Powerful one for my love. Been a sitting, say I've been a sitting, say I've been a sitting with the tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. Puffin' past the gas, pass around the dabs, earn my lowest badge. Hit my holy dance, all I do is brag. No, y'all used to dab, all so hard to tag. I'm so on the dab, I don't fight for that. Drop the drum, and I often know that tag won't be long. In fact, young black artists.
Bodies back, rest in garbage bags Bag up all the cracks, split their profits Half seen your topless, half need your flawless ass Smoke it by the grass, blow with like some gas Hope that ass is fat, need my pockets stacked Lord, I'm off the yak, pussy corner back I'm in this other cat, might just pass on that I don't got the time, I don't stress for dimes I'm a hack the mind, smoke and kill a rhyme Float the biggest minds, pass no comfort time All the was the one Grill on me, y'all shine the sun Chopping chicken with the drum. How a fuck up for my love? Been a cynic, say I've been a cynic, say I've been a cynic with the tongue. How a fuck up for my love? I heard that you was the one. When I'm a yash on the sun, packing my seat while you're tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. How a fuck up for my love? Been a cynic, say I've been a cynic, say I've been a cynic with the tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. I, I, I heard that you was the one. Chopping chicken with the drum. Uh, I woke up on my love. Uh, uh, Benefit with the time. I load it up, I roll it up. It's rolling shut. I'm pro with dust. Now hold my cup. My flow go nuts. My coat so tough. I wrote this stuff. He killed it. You spoke enough, just light it up, then take a puff, then pass the blood. I'm asking son of traffic, son of glass, the sun's bad for one. They have so run, they tax for sun, it's bound to come. I heard that you was the one. Grill on me, I shine the sun. Packing my seat where you're tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. How a fuck up for my love. Been a cynic, say I've been a cynic, say I've been a cynic with that tongue. I heard that you was the one. When I made y'all shine the sun. Packing my seat while you're tongue. Chopping chicken with the drum. Couple fuck up for my love. So that was Hurricane Mary by Shadow the Villain, the guy. Because you're about to come in with a hurricane next. <laughs> hurricane Bad Baddie. Hurricane or, Bad Baby. Bad, bad Baby, bad whatever. Bad Barbie, Bad Shoddy. Whatever. whatever. There's want. the silent H's in her name. It's just, I'm too old for that. I'm too old. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I haven't, I've gone on internet, I've gone on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere. And this is the only thing that I'm seeing. The most polarizing opinion and figure right now since our president has been the cash me outside girl. I'm gonna call her Danielle because I'm a grown ass man and I'm not calling no little girl bad Barbie <laughs> baby whatever. So, give me your analysis on the 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 career and the uh, the empire that Danielle is creating of the young little ratchetness of the young little ratchet team. I almost want to call her the fatherless one, but I feel like that may be too too disrespectful. It probably, but I seen the video and you ain't got no daddy, or oh, he a, or he a mute, or he cannot speak or see. I mean, he I'm, obviously he's a mute because she nothing they say to her even registers. Jeez, nothing they say to her even registers. I mean, if y'all don't know. By now, who the little Daniel Brigoli girl is? She was on the uh, Doctor Phil show, I believe, and 
she just was disrespecting the hell out of her parents, out of her mama, out of and out of the audience. To be honest, she was Everyone. trying. She was trying to fight the audience. I don't know. I don't know where they do that, but <laughs> liable to get jumped by forty two people for no reason <laughs> just because he was talking. She's trying to be but, Ron Artest. <laughs> but that's that freedom of speech we were talking about. She used she used her freedom of speech to get her way to where she is. She. And I don't condone slandering your parents because in my culture, slandering your parents will get you beat up and and hung outside. How Simple. can you catch me outside? Your parents should have caught you inside, inside. a minute ago. <laughs> I can I couldn't I couldn't even fathom or dare or even try to speak to my parents the way she speaks to her parents or, or the way she spoke to the audience. But on television, on television, on national television for forever. So when she has kids, her kids gonna see how she treated their grandmama. <laughs> You talk to Nana this way? <laughs> but anyways, besides all that, once as soon as everybody got over her being a laughing stock, because she was, she turned that L into a W, something that, that it took Meek Mill a long time to do. It really took Meek Mill. <laughs> Has all. he done it yet? <laughs> I mean, we waiting. <laughs> we waiting. We wait. Meek, never Meek I, I believe in you, and I'm ready for you to drop some hot. I do. Come on. That dub, go, go chart number one, do your ting. This little girl did it. <laughs> this little girl. After that, what did she do? She went. On, she went on a Kodak Black music video. Started in a Kodak Black music video. So you already know that her parents let her hang out with rappers, which is never a good idea when you're not when you're nowhere near 21. Right. <laughs> that's just. That's just what it is. And it's Kodak Black. And it's Kodak. Enough said. Well, we all know. We all know he wasn't going to hang out with no black girls. That's what we do know. Facts. Right. Wanted, he wanted to coon about it, but whatever. <laughs> whatever, Kodak. Make music and rap. Whatever. Don't even do that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but the little girl started rapping. The young, she changed the name to Bad Baby with an H. I'm going to call it Double B. Sensei don't like the H's that she uses. Oh my gosh, it's so confusing. <laughs> to spell her name. It's too much. And right now she has two tracks out that I've heard. She might have more. I'm sorry, I'm, but... That I've heard, she has the these hoes. Yeah, ain't nothing like these hoes. <laughs> <laughs> Something crazy like that, and I like the song. It's 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 real generic mainstream. It's it's hot. I thought it was really. I thought it was very basic. You know, I thought it was just somebody wrote it for, her and it was cool. But I liked her flow. And then she followed up with another song that I heard. And that song, actually, her flow was still pretty dope on it. And she sold me. I'm not gonna lie. Her as a little ratchet. Uh, social viral face brand or whatever I don't like whatever she she's probably gonna come out with some perfume or some makeup or some some weird ratchet shit but music making I'm a fan and that's crazy and <laughs> that's I'm shocking and I'm conflicted but there's beauty in it there's beauty in music is what it is it doesn't you could come from wherever you come from and do whatever you do but if you can relate to somebody on a musical level on a, you know, on a, <clears throat> just vibing out to whatever they make or whatever they do. You know, I'm not even, like I said, I don't even know if she wrote all the songs. I don't even know how she did it because I wouldn't, it doesn't look like she could rap an ounce. She barely weigh an ounce. Uh, <laughs> but but the, to her credit though, she, whether somebody wrote it or not, she delivered it. She did. If anything, her delivery for a 14-year-old or 15-year-old, it was commendable. See, I'm just looking at it from an objective point of view. And at her age, with everything considered, I mean, 
starting at the bass baseline, because we are talking about music in 2017, she's at least speaking English. <laughs> that already puts her above like 20, 30% of the new artists out right now. I'll let y'all know she is a, not a mumble rapper. She's not mumbling. She's she, <laughs> she's she, really not mumbling. She's saying big words like mortgage and stuff like that. <laughs> like some of these artists would be pressed to get a to get a word like mortgage into a bar. Mm-hmm. They would run around and, the hood and saying they Twitter been and Twitter is mad. Even Charlemagne spoke about this. He he gave Donkey of the Day to everybody that was supporting her or whatever. So I guess he gave me Donkey of the Day. Sorry, Charlemagne, I'm still gonna ride. But Damn, what? shadow the donkey. Charlamagne got to get me on the show first. We're going to talk. But how do you feel? How do you feel about what the what, what the haters are saying? What the criti- criticism is? Because they're saying that she's taking a lot of shine from rappers that could potentially be in that spot because she's not a rapper. But she is a brand. Well, I mean, I just want to let's just compare if we're going to give her criticism for what she's doing, let's look at artists starting from the bottom of the bottoms, like a Chanel West Coast. You cannot tell me that she's not better than Chanel West Coast at 14. Oh, she's way hotter than even if you. <laughs> even if you want to, to give, a, give her a little pass, give her a little leeway because she is younger. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll even be honest and say... When an artist like Nicki Minaj doesn't have the right ghostwriter behind her, her flow is boring. Putting me to sleep. (laughs) Recently, putting me to sleep. I want to do a segment called The Wash Report because I want to start looking for people who are on their way into being right out of the washing machine washed. Right. And her recent flows and what she's been doing, washed. Washed level material. Now you got this Danielle coming in. She's the new age bow wow. (laughs) Let the new generation have their bow wow. That's my opinion on it. Because you guys have allowed a whole bunch of foo-foo shit to go on. You can't tell me she's not better than a lot of these artists. And you're right. And, and, and you are right. I know a lot of you, a lot of people are mad that, yes, we are defending that this little white girl that, that who knows where she came from, where her ratchet ass nails is, is culture vulture, culture vulturing. I don't <laughs> know. Her, I'm not even vulturing. I can't even tell you what the correct verb is, but y'all know what I'm talking about. But a lot of people are saying that, you know, and on one hand, they're right. Yes, it is. Appro- oh, yeah, it's, a, it's appropriation. You guys are completely right. Yes, she is appropriating our culture. If y'all thought otherwise. No, she is. She is appropriating our culture. The thing is, is that we have coon ass niggas anyways that are black in our own culture selling us out anyways. Exactly. So remember that. <laughs> remember that just because you are black doesn't mean that you are for the culture. Even deeper than that. <laughs> Even- we have pedophiles running sex cults for generations and y'all still going to R. Kelly concert. So culture appropriation is the least of our worries. It's right. the least of our concerns. We understand that hip hop is a commodity. We understand that now. The black, us, us, us in the black culture understand what we have to leverage in American society. Hip hop is one of them, one of those things. So yes, I'll be honest. Somebody is making money off this little white girl rapping. Somebody is getting that check. They are bringing her up to the limelight and she's about to get paid and money off it, which I'll have to keep in mind. Somebody is behind that. I'm just praying it's a black man behind it. <laughs> I'm just praying it's somebody that knows the culture because it seems like it. It seems like her transition from never rapping and just talking shit to making a hit was flawless. All I'm saying <laughs> is 
put on the song, put on one of her two songs. The second one that I heard that was going around Facebook, not the I Got Hose or whatever. You just talked about the other one, <laughs> the Rolling in Peace. That's the one. Listen to that one. Then go listen to a Lil Yachty song <laughs> and tell me which one is more coonish to you. Right. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that I'm a fan of Young Danielle because I'm not. I'm a fan. The beats are dope. She's given some bars. She had a bar about the mortgage thing. That was kind of dope. She said, you're going to talk about my age, my race, but you should be worried about my pace. Damn, you might be right because you're doing numbers. She's doing and at numbers. the end of the day, this is the entertainment business. And the entertainment business is about numbers. Whether you hate the Kardashians or you love them, it really doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is can they produce content that people want to listen to? Because there's plenty of you who are probably the best rapper on the planet. You are probably better than Nas in your backyard or wherever. But you don't have the gift or the ability of a drawing attention. So you can't criticize somebody who has that gift. Because while they may not have the gift of lyrical abilities that you do, they do have a gift that you don't have. So analyze, study, and figure out how you can put yourself on rather than hate. But if you have an opinion about her music, that's fine. But if I hear you listening or supporting any of these other whack asses right. just because they're black, but then won't give her a pass because she's not, what are we talking that's about? That's a problem. What are we doing? That is the problem. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's hip hop. It's music. It's what we all love. It's what we all enjoy. If somebody enjoys it, because there's no rhyme or reason to what y'all enjoy in 2017. There's not, no like... Not anymore. It's not a... There's there's two there's two schools in hip hop. There's the talent show. This is where you're going out and you're proving that you're the best and you have the writing ability, the Kendricks, the chances. Then there's the popularity contest. And we can't combine the two. No Lil Yachty is not striving to be the best rapper ever. No Cardi B is not str- striving to be the greatest rapper ever. They are making music that some people find is hot. So you can't big them up and congratulate her for because Bodak Yeller is a ignorant ass song. Really is. <laughs> so got a if, gang affiliation in the title and everything. Just outrageous as hell. But Y'all listening to it. So we are here at the Sensei Said So show to keep us honest as a community, as a society, as a culture. So if you guys want to trash Danielle, then cool. I'm all for the trashing of it, but let's take all the trash There's out. There's a long if list y'all going to have to take out to the garbage. Exactly. But if we're going <laughs> to let if we're going to let shit rock, then if she got shit that's going to run, then let her rock. Then run it up. And let our shit rock too, because we're going to listen to a song, and then we're going to come back with more. This is the Sensei Said So show. And just remember, you can find all the music in the descriptions. So please go back and listen to it, because let us rock, 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 rock. Never disrespected, bitch, I'm too connected. Never disrespected in my city, I'm too connected. Never disrespected, bitch, I'm too connected. Never disrespected in my city, I'm too connected. And I'm gonna put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'm gonna put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'm gonna put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'm gonna put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. Never disrespected, bitch. I'm too connected. Never disrespected in my city. I'm too connected, and I'ma put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'ma put that on clan. 
I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. Last night we turned the studio into a sweatshop. My team working. The other night we turned the venue into a war zone. My feet hurting. I don't really understand y'all. Some of y'all are perplexing. Never seen your ass offline, but you the one that's still flexing. And I be up in my zone, you bitch. When I'm up, I see ghosts, you bitch. Y'all be talking about the simple life, but be the one doing the most, you bitch. And I don't expect y'all to get me, nigga. Took nine shots of like 50, nigga. Smoke like a mud hippie, nigga. And the blood looking real splitty, nigga. And I'ma put that on clan. That's too early for the fucking hook. Told your ass that I got the vision, and now I gotta get your ass to look. And I've been so stoned like I smoked on Medusa. Hold up, all I know, ballin' smoke. Always seen that life in my future, know what? And I'ma put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'ma put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'ma put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. And I'ma put that on clan. I'ma put that on my clan, you bitch. Never disrespected. Bitch, I'm too connected. Never disrespected. In my city, I'm too connected. Never disrespected. Bitch, I'm too connected. And that was on clan, you bitch. Hey. Shout out to VO Sensei for the new joint. It's not even out yet, so keep a lookout for it. You know, we only give you new music. Well, not only, but you know, we wanted to give our podcast listeners the music that nobody else can find. So we probably will only keep it within the clan. Because if you listen to the podcast, you within the clan. You get in the 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 back meetings, the the underground dojo conversations. Speaking of conversations, I do want to get into something that's that's fascinating. It's fascinating because all of you, all of you, I consider the Internet. You are all the Internet. And the Internet has no chill. And we already know this. We've known this since like 2012. But now. It's taking new forms. It's taking new light, new decisions. It's it's having a mind of its own at this point. But it's affecting your love lives. It's affecting relationships. It's affecting the way we see relationships. And the the most recent case of it, you know, we're not talking about Beyonce's Lemonade. <laughs> we're not talking about Jay-Z's 444. We're talking about Kevin Hart and what Oof. you guys have done to Kevin Hart on the Internet. What the Internet did to Kevin Hart. <laughs> well, let's talk about what Kevin Hart did to, to his wife, his second wife, his second wife. <laughs> so Kevin Hart. He fell victim of the flesh. He stepped out on his relationship. He cheated. He apologized for cheating. He got in front of it. So it's not like he denied it. We're not making any, um, we're not being messy. We're not gossiping. He came out, had an Instagram apology to the people closest to him. But then he talked about getting extorted and he talked about the backlash that he's receiving from the internet. So, again, this is a story that has many layers. So I want to uncover some of those. The first is, Internet, is anything sacred? Is there anything that y'all can't just be like, hey, that's their issue, that's them, I'm going to leave that alone? <laughs> there is none. <laughs> there is, at least not, at least not for millennials. Millennials, we grew up off this internet shit, so we we know how to run with it. And what we've used this internet shit to do is 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 have a voice to be a judgment. A voice of judgment is essentially what the internet did to our <laughs> to our generation. I really do believe that the internet is a layer for miserable people. It is just a place for people who are in their misery to just join in in other people's misery. I don't understand why you why people can get off in somebody else's misery. 
Like, but they also get off on their happiness. It, it's both do ways. They? they do. Why you think people are so fangirl fanboy on the internet? Why how you think people can get four million likes on the post from people they've never met? You know. True. I mean, yeah. There is times that we celebrate goodness, but it just seems like we already know the things that happen bad catch way more fire. It's, it's, we love way, drama. Way, way, we way, way, drama. way more fire. But let's talk about cheating. But most importantly, let's talk about all of your guys' expectations. Because as I've read through the comments, and as I've also just seen people online have conversations about cheating, I'm always fascinated when people say, if they cheat on you and you stay with them, you're dumb. Or... Never stay with someone who cheats on you. Just go. And the reason why I find it fascinating is because at one point, have we ever found that humans are perfect? Um, the answer is never. Never, ever, ever, ever is a human perfect. So why set such a black and white expectation or black and white rule on something that it's going to happen. Sorry. Sorry if I ruined everybody's Disney fantasy. Sorry if I ruined everybody's idea of what their relationship's going to be. There's one of two things that's going to happen. You either are going to cheat on somebody or you are going to get cheated on. By somebody, yep. <laughs> and probably a lot of both is going to happen. And if you don't think it's happened to you, <laughs> they stay were good. Woke. You stay, stay, stay woke. woke. Activate your sharing gun so you can see a little bit better in the future. But yeah, but well, that but yeah, but that being said, you are you are married. You are married, father of one, beautiful Nigel baby. Hey, shout out to my clan. So that being said, you have a great perspective from where Kevin Hart is coming from because you are in essentially Kevin Hart's shoes. You would never step out on your wife as he did, but coming from a man's a husband and father's perspective. Where do you think they went wrong, essentially, for him to step out on his wife? So when you get into the dynamics of why people cheat, it really does. It can stem from a lot of things. Sometimes we think it's as easy as, oh, you, I cheated because I'm a man. And that's just what men do. I'm sowing my oats. Sometimes it can be from a, a position of just just being ignorant. There is situations where you're just being ignorant. You just give in to something that's easy. We do it all the time. Think about everybody who wants to work out. Why do you give yourself a cheat day? Because you're not going to set your expectations to the point that I will never not do this. Mm. Because then you're always going to fail yourself. Because you know that at some point you're going to want to do it. At some point you're going to want to compromise that. And then you're essentially hurting yourself or starving yourself from something that you want. Eventually, your body or somebody is going to make a decision to do the latter and say, I am going to give into this because we're human and that's just what we do. But most of the time, and I can't even say most of the time, but you look at patterns of infidelity and cheating and a lot of it comes from some level of insecurity, whether it's a need for a certain level of attention whether it's a need from a certain level of, of feeling, whether it's ego, whether it's feeling like it, and it can, it's not necessarily a, a long-term thing. It could be just in the moment. You could be having a bad week in your relationship. Let me tell you for anybody who's been married or is married, I can tell you, you have bad weeks. <laughs> you have bad days. You may have bad months. I can tell you, you may have a bad year. It's so easy to do something like that. 
it's way too easy to do something like that for people to be that black and white about it. You're setting yourself up for failure. That would be like if in school they said either you get 100% or you get 0%. Okay. All, nobody would pass. So you're so so what you're saying is so what you're saying is that maybe the dynamics of their relationship put way too much pressure on him or her or maybe both of them to 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 stay within their restraints or within their restrictions that one of them broke out. Exactly. There's too much you have to incorporate the human element element into a relationship because a relationship is two humans. Now, until people start getting in relationships with robots and cars <laughs> and things that can be programmed and controlled, you always have to account for the human element. Diddy said something very interesting when he was talking about his relationship with Cassie. He said, the reason why we work is because she understands that 75% of the time, I'm going to be everything you want. I'm going to provide for you. I'm going to cook. I'm going to clean. I'm going to be awesome. 25% of the time, you may have to pull up with some bullshit. Ooh. And he was honest. He said, my bullshit is if I'm turning up, if I'm doing something, women are around, I may dip and dabble. I love you. Nothing has changed between us. I'm just self-aware, speaking from Diddy, of who I am. And with me comes weaknesses because with every human comes weaknesses. weaknesses. So if you're expecting 100% of somebody who literally can never be 100% of anything, we're not 100% committed to our jobs. There's a reason why you don't work at your job 24-7. You may be somebody who says, I, I grind all day, hustle all night. No, you don't. You sleep. You <laughs> eat. You play 2K. Right. Because we literally, what's your favorite food? I love Belgian waffles. Love Belgian waffles. Belgian waffles are great. I can't eat Belgian waffles every day. I know that's the... The, the analogy that people use and they think that, oh, that's so stupid. Or that's the that's the scammers analogy right. where they say, hey, baby girl, I know you got a man, but you like pizza, right? But sometimes you got to eat pancakes. Let me be your pancakes. Like I get that, <laughs> that, but there is some sense to that. It's we are not creatures of 100%. Okay, so, so in a sense, like... I had just finished watching uh, the Insecure show. Shout out to Issa Rae. Shout out to Issa Rae. Really doing it for black women. Really melanin popping, black girl magic, the Love whole it. shit. Yes. Love it. Proud. In the show, however, God bless her character. <laughs> the uh, Her character steps out on her boyfriend of five years in the show and with an ex and ends up telling him, and it crushes their relationship and they end up, you know, going separate ways and trying to do other things and just having a real hard time salvaging the broken trust and the mistrust. So in a situation like that, now I'm not saying I'm not condoning lying or being being a habitual liar or, or being a, a, a snake or, or a real dishonest person. But in a situation like that, I'm also not married. I'm also single and I'm also a bachelor. <laughs> and I'm a and I'm a rapper, so <laughs> let these go into account before I say what I'm gonna say. In my situation, I would withhold that information until an appropriate time in the relationship, so I don't jeopardize of anything or everything. Essentially, you know. So in a situation like that, if you were in those shoes, if you were in those if in in the position where the woman had stepped out. On a fling, 
still loves you, still whatever, still loves you wholeheartedly, wants to work it out. He said no. In the show, he he was heartbroken, crushed, through the whole love away for it, five years. Y'all being in a marriage, though, I want that perspective of if a situation like that were to happen and how you would come back from it. So for anybody who is who has agreed to the the agreement the the contractual obligation that is marriage you say certain things like for better or for worst what does that mean that means if you're committed to this person you have to be with them through their best times and their worst times but when we say people's worst times we don't actually make that real what is somebody's worst times their worst time is not going to be them just coming and saying hey just want to let you know, I'm at my worst time. All right. Thank you for telling me. Cool. I'm with you through your worst time. No, their worst time is going to come with some bullshit, whether it's them fighting you, whether it's mm. bats of um, emotional up and downs, roller coasters, whether it's cheating, infidelity. You are choosing to be with somebody's best and worst. The one thing I would say to that is, a lot of figuring out whether the person has done you wrong, whether it's cheating, whether it's lying, whether it's stealing, it's more about how you find out. If I hear it from the person, if I hear it from my loved one, friend, lover, whatever the case may be, that's different than if I have to hear about it through the internet mm. or hear about it through another person's mouth right. or something like that. So when you wait, you play the game of allowing somebody else to do your job for you. And that's where you get into, can I trust this person? Because what people I've seen, they have this impression that if somebody cheats on you, then they don't love you. That's foolish. Fuck I will let game. you know right now that that is a foolish and very finite way to look at love. The easiest example is parents with multiple kids don't love one kid more than another. You have multiple favorite foods. You have multiple favorite movies. If you ask somebody what's your favorite rapper, there's a reason why they give you five. And they love them equally. We have infinite amounts of love. If you believe that we were made in God's image, God is love. God is the representation of um, un unbreakable love, love that's forever, infinite love. That's what we're essentially made out of. So there is a scenario where this person loves you and whether they love another person, now you're getting into an affair, right. but they can love you and do something cardinal or do something of this of their flesh and just get a nut off. It's possible for both to exist in the same person. If you don't think that you're foolish and you're setting yourself up for failure. For failure. Absolute failure. Because then that's going to break you because you're going to find yourself in a situation where maybe you do like two people. Right. And now because you have set those expectations out that that's not possible, now you think you're crazy. Mm. Now you taking pills. <sighs> now you go into the therapist. Now you doing all types of crazy shit. When it's all because of the expectations you set out. One of the things that we want to harp on here, the sensei said so show, if you don't take anything from this show, just understand that expectations are the root of all suffering. All suffering. So if you go into your relationship with expectations, whether they're 
conditional. Maybe there's something that you have believed because you see your sisters or brothers in their relationships. You see Jay-Z and Beyonce in their relationship. You see whoever and you function your expectations around whatever. I'm telling you right now, you are only setting yourself up for a hard and sufferous relationship. Mm -hmm. As soon as you break those expectations and you say, I'm going to accept this person for who they are, both good and bad, because I chose them for a reason. If that's your guy, then put up with some of the stuff your guy finna do. If that's your girl, put up with some of the stuff that your girl's going to do. Now, do you draw a line? Do you allow yourself to be self-compromised? Do you allow yourself to endure more than you feel like you can take? No, don't be foolish. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're okay. Make sure the relationship that you're in is healthy. Observe patterns. You know this person. You know where it's going to go. But if you are not in a relationship and you're already going into a relationship saying, oh, if they cheat on you, uh, they don't love you. Or if they cheat on me, it's a wrap. It's over. Be single for the rest of your life. (laughs) Because I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be completely transparent with y'all because I want to see everybody succeed and I want everybody to be happy. Yes. You may not be built for this. So just don't even sign up for it. It's very Mm. true. We we, we, We live in a very, a very single era. We live in an era where where it's a lot healthier to date around than it is to be with one person, especially when you're young, especially as young as we are, because the Internet, like we said, (laughs) is the is the ultimate judging factor on how your lives are ran. And the Internet exposes a lot of your guys' relationships that y'all have expectations too high for. But the internet is one of the main reasons why a lot of you guys are not built for a relationship because you guys are too worried about what other people think. A lot of the reason why you guys put up these fronts and say, if they would do this to you, then you should leave them is because you're listening to what other people have told you. You listen to them say, oh, girl, he cheated on you. Oh, you should leave him. I would never let him do that. But she's been with the, the dude that's been beaten on her for 15 years or something like that. So don't let other people's opinions dictate your relationship. Don't let movies and cinema and music and everything dictate your relationship. You set the rules in your relationship. And if you are real and you say, hey, my my nigga is a guy and sometimes he's going to do guy shit, but I know where he lay. I know what he does. He's respectful. We're going to work through it, but I'm going to stay. Don't let anybody tell you. I'm talking to all the women who did the Beyonce. They drank that lemonade. They forgave their men. Please don't let any of them weak bitches tell you, oh, yeah, you're you're weak for that. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. You don't love yourself, girl. Forgiveness is a strong trait. Yes. Forgiveness is a trait that we, quote unquote, teach and we believe in second chances, all this great stuff that we believe in on the surface sound great. Practice it. Practice and practice it when it is tough. Only you know the answer, guy or girl, guy, in right? Either situation, in any, yeah, in any situation we're talking about. So please don't let the internet dictate your relationship because I'm glad Kevin Hart's not right. Just stay out of the Disney Channel. That's what I, I call it the Disney Channel complex. When a lot of you, when a lot of young women grew, grew up watching Disney Channel, and so now that they believe they need a Prince Charming in their lives to already have it all together to swoop them off their feet and take them to, to forever, ever, never land. Since okay. we've already made so many listeners mad, let's just continue <laughs> pissing people off. The interesting thing about the Disney Channel complex is why do y'all feel like y'all can be Snow White? Can be that? <laughs> You're that- Telling me that a man is going to travel the country, kill a dragon, all just because you cute and you sleeping? Because, 
you left your shoe and that's it and you think that a guy's gonna go across the whole town and that's what you're expecting <laughs> and saying that there's no men in the world please but you don't be where the prince charmings be you just expect you, just expect you don't one. do what the prince charmings do <laughs> that's that's what it is it's crazy to me but they really do and that's and that's why that's why a lot of a lot of people end up in relationships with children that they didn't plan on having their relationship go that way and and it is what it is because men struggle men fall off men have emotions men men go through situations that they're not and it's not just men it's not just men i'm, I'm yeah i'm tripping. i'm, I'm, I'm a man that's what i'm speaking men. for right we're do. speaking for us <laughs> and women fall off women do it too it it's it's very true and if we're going to continue making people mad it's worse when y'all do it it's, let's just be honest because if we if it's if there's double standards then let's run them all up Let's For run a man, them all up. Right. we are physically strong. That is why if a woman hits you, it's a joke or a Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> if you hit her, it's bad. Don't ever do it. Felony. So guess what? We as men, we're emotionally weaker than you guys. So not only do we need y'all to forgive us and be patient with us, just like how if you tee off on your man, he's supposed to look at you and say, oh, baby, don't do that. Not supposed to do anything. Mm. Yeah, we're weaker than y'all emotionally. So not only do you need to support us, but if y'all step out, it's worse. It's worse. Double standard. <laughs> Sorry. It's worse, right. But. To end this segment, I just want to leave y'all with my quote that, that solidifies all that for everybody who's going to be in our mentions going crazy. Yeah. I know how this internet thing works. Great. A key that opens many locks is a master key. A lock that is opened by many keys is useless. Yeah. Let that sit, we're yeah. gonna listen to some music and we'll yeah. be back. One life. Dark night on my Christian belt. I'll pale when I ride by the give y'all hell sit me wells. They penny pinching for these water rip is dropping cool. Calm on a nigga in the middle while I stay at. Nigga, I'ma take that. Feeling like Diddy to your city can't drink you when I play back. I stay facts. Never fuck around though. Lines like your temple for the crown. Like nigga been the king since the palm plate. Life like his chest, lot of squares in the playing field. Running through the village and they hating still. All of that jazz. Right in, get roll on. You talking get stolen. I pay pace. For a moment to clear these evergreen, a lot of trees are common nurse. I've been riding for the swerve, I've been looking for my purpose. These niggas is lurking, I see you like Y'all ain't ready for that new shit, that new whip, that new bitch. All black smoke a killer, y'all. Y'all ain't ready for that new shit, that new whip, that new bitch. All black smoke a killer, like I, I can't feel my face, but I feel far losing time. I can't, I Just a mad, mad, mad kid from a city you sick You lose sleep when you're trying to fight the evil again Like I ain't never had a conscience, I just speak with my pen See all this meant to know the composition, right what I been And we ain't never gonna be, we ain't used to the drinks We shoot them boys, hammer got you missing a point Look, I mean we'll take your boy, got your girl, I'm a nigga Baka Shit, I taught her, got a rock a bus and now she spitting water Loosen up, that's the wave of the motion Boogie board on tsunami, wipe out, I'm causing waves Catch a body, that's a homie, if a nigga trying to stop me Boy, you tell me no cold, need a motherfucker Gina Queen Tiva, live a single, set it off on these divas Life's a bitch, I never cheater I just fuck her with Anita I've been running with my feet up These niggas is lurking, I see you like Y'all ain't ready for that new shit That new whip, that new bitch All black smoke a killer, y'all Y'all ain't ready for that new shit That new whip, that new bitch All black smoke a killer, like I, I can't feel my face, but I feel far Losing time I can't, I I, 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 I can't feel my face, but I feel far, losing time.
y'all listening i really hope that my mentions and my facebook and everything don't get blown up you know we're just trying to be objective (laughs) we're trying to be objective we're trying to keep the conversation we want to encourage conversation if you don't if you disagree let me know let's talk about it i want to know why you don't why you don't agree i want to know what your feelings are behind i want to know why you feel that way we want to know it all so don't feel like you can't reach out just be respectful. It's just opinions. It's just combo. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. It's sensitive topics. It's things that not everyone wants to talk about. And that's why you listen to the Sensei Said So show. So keep supporting. Keep subscribing. You know, we talked about hoops. We're going to continue to yeah. talk about it more and more. And then when the season ramps up, we're going to follow this soap opera closely. And all Can't your favorite wait. characters of the National Basketball Association show. <laughs> Shadow's gonna follow the career of young Danielle So if y'all wanna keep updated Let him know Yep Please let me know if y'all support Or if y'all deny her ability to To rock a mic Let me know And relationships are something that we touched on a little bit End of season one And it seemed like that got y'all going So season two We'll talk a little bit more We'll get more opinions Hopefully we'll get more people in So we can discuss them mm-hmm. Because we're, we're, we're talking about everything that's important Society And it is cuffing season and it is getting colder. So, so get your lineups ready. Get your starters ready. Uh-huh. Cut who you need to cut. And we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> so again, this is the Sensei Said So Show. I am your Sensei, Vio Sensei, 24th Hokage of the Music Clan. And the 24 is a homage to the man Kobe Bryant, oh, Black Mamba geez. Jeans. Black Mamba Jutsu. Oh, jeez. And y'all know who it is. Shout out the villain. Shout out your favorite rapper. Shout out the Poyo Double Cups up one time. One more time. <laughs> Appreciate it. We gonna see you next time. Mm-hmm.